Nothing changes instantaneously. In a gradually heating bathtub, you'd be boiled to death before you knew it. Our Father, who art in heaven. Seriously? What the actual fuck? Gilead doesn't care about children. Gilead cares about power. Why does healing have to be the only goal? Why can't we be as furious as we feel? For whatever man sows, so shall he reap. Welcome to Above the Garage. Hi, friends. Welcome to our season five awards. Finally, we're super excited that over 500 of you participated in our poll. We initially had decided to, we wanted to do this as a group and realized that's very egocentric. Nobody cares what we think as a group. So we reached out on social media and over 500 people replied with a lot of answers to a lot of questions. So sorry for the lengthy poll, but... We really appreciate everybody's responses and a lot of surprising answers in there. So let's dig into that. To help announce them, we have eight of our podcast members. Hi, I'm Tina. Hi, I'm Helen. Hi, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Marigold. Hi, I'm Kimberly. Hi, I'm Julia. Hi, I'm Violet. Hi, I'm Scarlett. And I'm Kate. First of all, shout out to Kimberly for coming up with almost all of these categories all by herself. That must have been an insane amount of work. Thank you, Kimberly. All right. I get to do the first five awards because there are a lot of categories, huh? Okay. So for our first category, we have best episode of season five. In third place, we have episode two, Ballet, written by Nina Fiore and John Herrera and directed, of course, by Lizzie Moss. In second place. We have, no surprise here, episode seven, No Man's Land, written by Rachel Schuchert and directed by Natalia Leite. And then, first place, best episode of season five. Drum roll, please. Uh. Oh, good drum roll. (laughs) Episode 10, Safe, written by Bruce Miller and directed by Lizzie Moss, with a stunning 58.4% of votes. Not shocked by that one. So, um, what was y'all's favorite episode? Ten. 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 Any non-tens? I think either two or ten. All right. Yeah, two would, would have been my second second choice. Yes, well, with our bias of being the Hinging fans, ten was a, a clear front runner within the group. Best overall performer, slightly surprising on this one. And coming into third place, we have Max Minghella. Second place, we have the star of the show, Elizabeth Moss. And in first place, with 37.6% of the votes, Yvonne Strahovski takes home best overall performer in season five. Yeah. Very deserving. Very deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Very much deserved. Yes. That was the group vote as well, right? First place. Yeah. Yes. I would have added a throw in on that and say McKenna Grace. She only had two episodes, but mm, yeah, yeah, I voted for McKenna. Actually. Yeah, uh, McKenna Grace was honestly like I will never forget that performance. Well done. Third category is best newcomer. Lots of good newcomers this season. So that was tough, but in the end, third place and second place are a tie in the best newcomer category. So we have Christine Coe playing Lily, 
in the makeup camp and Carrie Lee Cox playing Rose Blaine, Mrs. Blaine 2.0. That's a high compliment coming from such a big Nick and June group. You did awesome. And then in number one, we have the deliciously creepy Genevieve Angelson as Mrs. Alanis Wheeler. Well done, everybody. I mean, literally, Owen Painter, all of them. We loved all of the newcomers this season. If only you could see more of everyone. Fourth category, best guest appearance. In third place, we have one of our director's wives. I don't know. Is that nepotism? I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> In number three, we have Amy Landecker as Mrs. McKenzie. She was awesome. I look forward to seeing more of her next year. Number two, fan favorite from all five seasons. Uh, one of my very favorites in my husband's. Nina Carey as Alma in our episode seven flashback. We welcome seeing Alma and Brianna again. And then number one, best guest appearance in season five, Jordana Blake as Hannah. And growing up a lot this season. She has, oh my mm. God. She looks like she like shot through the roof. She looks so tall. It's crazy to think about that we didn't even like see her speak. I guess we saw her speak like a little bit in that prayer circle but mm, right yeah, we didn't. oh yeah you gave such a like powerful performance about like even wow. delivering any lines mm-hmm. that's amazing and i feel like that's her thing too like she hasn't had a whole lot of lines in the yeah. you know jordana plays the older hannah who's mostly you know being tortured in gilead oh i guess she was in season two right yes yeah, yeah house the lake house scene okay. yes yeah that yeah. was incredible obviously yeah lots of lines but Great performances by Jordana. Yeah. yeah. Look forward to seeing her next year. Uh, and then my last category here is best directed and edited scene. In number three, Brett's funeral in episode two, ballet. Number two is the birth scene in episode seven. And first place goes to, shocker, Nick and Tuello bridge scene in episode 10. One of my favorite screenshots of this season is the border crossing yeah. at the bridge. Oh, that one yeah. picture of it is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I thought you were seeing the aerial at first, but no, that one shot. So many shots from it are amazing. Epic scene. Yeah. All right. I'm going to hand off to Sarah now for the next five categories. My finished friend, my token finished friend. I'm sorry to say. I need to make more finished friends. Anyway, go ahead, Sarah. Thanks. Um, my first category is Best Direction. In third place, we have Eva Vives, who directed episodes five and six. And in second place, we've got Bradley Whitford, who directed episode nine. And I don't think this one is that big of a surprise. In first place, we have Elizabeth Moss, who directed episodes one, two, and ten. Uh, next category is Best Writing. In third place, we've got episode nine, which was written by Eric Tooman. And then in second place, episode seven, written by Rachel Sugar. And in first place, once again, not that big of a surprise, episode 10, written by Bruce Miller. And uh, head on to best cinematography. In third place, we've got the barn and birth scenes in episode seven. And the cinematography in those scenes was by Stuart Campbell and Tom Henderson. Then in second place, we got the funeral slash ballet scene in episode two. And cinematography was, of course, by Nicola Daly. Then in first place, we have Nick and Tuello on the bridge in episode 10. And cinematography by Nicola Daly as well. Nick Daly crushed it this year. Amazing. Yes. The funeral and, and the bridge have been favorites overall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bridge was chef's kiss. Yeah. Great. Next on to the best aerial shot. 
In third place, we've got Esther in the hospital bed in episode six. Unforgettable. That was an amazing scene. Yes. Mm. Then for number two, we've got Fred's, Fred's funeral in episode two. Also a great scene with great aerial shots. Yeah, it was crazy. The huge undertaking. Yeah. Beautiful scene. And in first place, we're actually repeating the same scene again. Uh, it's Nick walking on the bridge <laughs> in episode 10. Surprise! <laughs> to be fair, he is walking from Gilead into Canada. And it's fairly um, it's a cool shot to see. No, it gave me goosebumps the first time I watched it. Mm. Something everybody's been wanting to see. It's a cool and an emotional shot as well. Yeah. Because it's his first time in Canada. Not the first time since he was there in season two, but since then. And since June got out. His first time walking into Canada on his own to go to Lizzie's. I mean, to go to June's <laughs> side. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. It's favorite set. In third place, we've got the bowling alley in episode five. Uh, in second place, we've got the barn scenes in episode seven. And in first place, Fred's funeral in episode two. And all of these were by Elizabeth Williams. Yeah. So she's awesome. Uh, Fred's funeral was also my big. I love that. Yeah, yeah that's what Mine I think too. too the funeral. Yeah. All of the sets were amazing, as usual. Yes. As usual. Yes. And it's incredible how they come to be, like how they build yeah. them. And then, let's turn to you. <laughs> yeah, with Elizabeth Williams. It's really good. It's so interesting. I'm going to hand it over to Julia. All right, Julia. My only one of my many German friends on this podcast here today. One of two. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, so we are not unique <laughs> shit. Nah, sorry. <laughs> not, not my token Finnish friend. <laughs> not your token German friend. All right. I have the honor to present the award for the best costume first. And the third place goes to Naomi's robe and hair curlers in episode 10. Second place goes also to Naomi, but this time it's a wedding dress in the same episode. And the first place goes to Serena's funeral dress and cape in episode two. Yes. And epic. all of this has been designed by Leslie Kavanaugh, who we also interviewed and will probably very happy that her favorite <laughs> costume. Yeah, yes. her favorite swirl in <laughs> costumes of our listeners. Maybe she was the 500 voters. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just kidding, Leslie, but they're so beautiful. I love that Naomi's robe and her hair coat. Yeah. I love that I Naomi's robe and hair colors. I voted for that one. <laughs> yeah. I went for that one as well. I thought the curlers were like weird, like some sort of weird Gilead, like funeral, Me like uh, wedding hair. Wedding and attire like, first. Yeah. And I was like, Me what too. is this? The detail of them even making the curlers teal was what got yeah. me just like wow yeah. I, literally everything on her body is teal <laughs> yeah. yeah i wonder if they were plastic because uh, they wouldn't be environmentally friendly good point good question well it's fashion so maybe they get a oh right, right. A pass. probably okay so i'm moving on to the next category which is best makeup um coming in third place is the opening scene with june in the bathroom with her creepy nails <laughs> or no nails <laughs> Um, second place is June's makeup when she goes to see Nick in episode nine. And the first place goes to Serena and June's makeup and the barn and birth scenes in episode seven. Uh, I voted for the, the Western scene at the end of six. I really liked how they looked in that one. I think I voted for the opening scene with June in the bathroom. That makes sense too, though. Yeah. And especially like the fingernails, as you pointed out, that are like torn and oh God, it's the level of detail, of gross detail is pretty impressive. Yeah. And obviously Lizzie's makeup is done by Barton LeBlanc and Yvonne's makeup is done by Alistair Muir, who we have an interview coming out with either next week or the week after. 
They're both amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so from makeup, we go to best hair. Third place goes to Serena and June's hair in the barn in episode seven. Second place goes to Serena's funeral hair and whale in episode two. And first place goes to Naomi's wedding hair in episode 10. And that hair was awesome. Have you seen a wife wearing her hair down in Yulia? yet? Ooh. I don't think so. That's a good question. I don't think Not, so. Like outside of maybe Serena's like bedroom. I don't even know if we've seen. I think we saw her hair down once. We saw her bra once. I don't know. <laughs> <My> <laughs> hair down I'll stop talking about your breasts now. In an official. <laughs> right, right. I don't think so. No, it's a very special uh, pass to get to wear your hair down, Naomi. Congratulations. I bet Eva was happy with that. She looked awesome. She did. She looked beautiful. Okay. So I'm moving on to the award for best prop. And on third place, we have the food and setup for the Naomi and Lawrence wedding celebration in episode 10. I think it's just a macaron tower, right? (laughs) What (laughs) you're talking about? (laughs) We love macaron tower. Um, second place goes to the doll Nick gave Nicole um, in episode eight. The doll that is seen little in the background, to be clear. So yeah, it's very important, though. Yeah, it's important for continuity. Yeah, it was a great, yeah, great detail. Do you guys think that doll made it into their backpack in episode 10? I hope that's the first thing June grabbed. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so, too. I hope so, too. Yeah. I'm so sad if I just left it behind. Anyway, proceed. Yes, and the winner for best prop with 40% of the votes is Fred's dead body in episode one. And a shout out to Zane Nicely. Yeah. did a great job again. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to him about Fred's body. That was like incredible. Watch Lizzie's interview on Jimmy Kimmel. She talks about um, the addition of Fred's penis on that body. And how she, you know, she thought they must needed to be less mangling. She just wanted to make sure it did not look like anyone's mouth had been anywhere near the penis. Yeah, the article that we read. So there we yeah. go. There we go. Oh. Also, listen to our interview with Zane Nicely. It was after season four, but he's amazing. I don't know if I'm it's the most like fascinating job ever creating these bodies and prosthetics. And my last um, award. Or like the last one I'm presenting today is best musical score. On third place, we have episode nine. On second place, we have episode two. And coming in on first place is episode 10. sound this season was just like incredibly amazing like adam taylor is is so good gets better and better more and 10 yeah i love the end of episode two where we're like on screen with with hannah and we have this like it gives me goosebumps yeah it's playing there yeah the one from 10 when it bleeds over from june being told she has to leave to nick going into punch lawrence's that yeah. score, the way it bridges, is like perfect. That's that my favorite. Also, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. All right, now to my other German friends, Helen, for the next five categories. Um, we're gonna stay in the music realm. Uh, the best song on the third place we have "Kokomo" by the Beach Boys. The second place it's "The Hard Knock Life," sung by Janine. That was from episode ten. And the best song, surprise, surprise, Bury a Friend by Billie Eilish from episode 10. Bye bye, June and Serena. 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 Bye bye, June and Ser
like the perfect song that was a perfect choice yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. i voted for kokomo though because that song was stuck in my head for like four days yeah. straight after the yeah. episode yeah. my mom was like why are you walking around singing kokomo and i was like because of this like, <laughs> stop asking i'm gonna be singing it the next yeah. three days yeah. it probably felt good after you showed her why yeah i have to give a honorable mention to june singing to Nicole. Oh, yeah. I'll be your mirror. I voted for that one too, Violet. I loved that. I loved that moment. I'm surprised I didn't make it. I voted for a dream, dream, dream. Yeah, that one's pretty stuck in my head. That was also good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool how they used it in the two different episodes. I liked it. Yeah. Kimberly, I was disappointed that you did not sing each of those songs as she announced. Oh, fuck. Now's your chance. (laughs) You're going to get fired from music from our singer. It's a hard knock life for us. It's not the play. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the words right now. You're singing the Jay Z version, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you sing very a friend? Like, I don't think I could. I don't even... Oh, no. That's difficult. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, uh, moving along. Uh, the next category is favorite character in season five. On third place, we have our one and only June. On second place, uh, we have Serena. And the fan favorite for season five is Nick. Mm. No Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) No notes. (laughs) Again, it has been all just us. Interesting that uh, Serena beat June this year, though. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of not surprised. Yvonne is much more likable than Serena, so. I get it. Yeah. Yes. And she she had a good great storyline, I think, this season too. Yeah. Yeah, she really did. I think Lawrence was fourth, if I remember seeing. Yeah, he was. He was coming for June too. He was coming for June. Bradley would never do that. Literally on the show. (laughs) On the show and on our poll. All right. Okay, moving on to the next one is the most improved character. On the third place, it's Serena. Second place, Aunt Lydia. And first place, our favorite agent, American agent, Mark Tuello. He was the reason for these awards at all when we initially decided to do the group awards because we just wanted to vote him MVP, which somehow got dropped from this poll. (laughs) (laughs) But most improved is good enough. Yeah, I think if he ever comes... For an interview, we should make like a little crown for him, like a paper crown, and crown him officially. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a giant post-it note in the background that says yes. "Miss Fell's positive alleys." <laughs> my whole plan for his interview. Uh, the next category is the biggest baddie. On the third place, we have Serena again. Mm, they divided. <laughs> she did the most improved or most biggest baddie. <laughs> 
On second place, uh, a new big baddie, Mr. McKenzie. And on the first place, we have also a baddie newcomer, Mrs. Wheeler. Yeah. I, I voted for Mr. McKenzie, though, because I feel like I'm still scared of him. Me too. Yeah, he's a big threat. I think I might have voted our friend Stephen, Mr. Putnam. Aww. I think I voted for Putnam as well. Yeah. I love him. It's hard for me to, like, view him as a villain now after, like, talking yeah. with him. Like, he's yeah. just such a sweet no. guy. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're not bad. You're just such a sweet guy. <laughs> he's one of my favorite humans in the whole world now, so. Yeah. yeah. I, I do have to distance him from Putnam, I'm afraid. Uh, and proceeding to the last category, it's the most underused storyline. On the third place, we have Mayday. On the second place, we have Ty. It's Moira and Rita's storyline. They tied in our voting. And on the first place, we have, unsurprisingly, Nick and June. More yeah. Nick and June, but also more Rita and Moira and more Mayday. Yes. Yeah. More all of that. We're not asking a lot. We could all <laughs> no. of this put together. I put mean, them all together in a Mayday camp. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That would oh, be that would be perfect. I love that. <laughs> Everybody would be satisfied with that storyline. Yeah, right? It's all Mayday, Moira, Rita, Nick and June. Perfect. Perfect. And Lily. And Lily. And Lily. And yeah. Lily. Okay, to my friend Tina for the next categories. Yay. So I've got moments, lots of moments in my categories. So um, my first one is the moment you wish you could see. And in third place, we had a kiss between Serena and Tuello, which, yes, please. That was my vote. Surprised we haven't actually had that. But anyway, um, second place was a flashback showing how Nick and Rose met. And in first place, uh, really wish we could have seen this, Tuello telling June about Nick visiting her in the hospital. Mm. That would have been... Yeah, it's not too late. So then the next category is most shocking moment. And in third place, we had Serena being on the train in episode 10. It was very shocking. Um, then in second place, we had Putnam being shot in episode six. Naomi felt the same. Yeah. <laughs> that was great scene. That was amazing. And then in first place, um, unsurprising, I think, is Nick punching Lawrence in episode 10. And throwing his shit out of the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After seven years of not. Mr. Calm and composed. Right. Yeah. Hey! You could have killed him. You could have fucking killed him. Commander, it wasn't me. It wasn't my decision. Cake? Gentlemen? That was amazing. Stupid. Stupid, stupid move, but amazing. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, so next we have most powerful moment. And in third place, we had the moment in episode two where June and Luke see Serena and Hannah on the big screen. Then in second place, we had Hannah writing her name in episode nine. Ah, I love that scene. Amazing. And then in first place. Uh, we had June's speech to Serena after she gives birth, where she says, because this is not Gilead and I am not you in oh, episode seven. Yes. A big middle finger. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably one of my one of my favorite scenes of the whole season. I think when she says that line, because it's stuck in my head all the time. But so did I will leave you to it. Oh, yes. And <laughs> that thing sticking yeah. in your head is an ultimate. Yeah, that was do you know what pissed me off, too? That's, that quote didn't even make Aunt Lydia's top three. Like, what the fuck? 
Are you serious? Really? Oh, I voted for it. It's stuck in my head. Bless the day. It's probably the way she said <laughs> it. Yeah, so. bless the day. It feels like a video. It's the delivery. Yeah. What's stuck? What's stuck in my head is uh, it was the best fucking day of my life. When yeah. June says to Serena about screaming at her at the prison. <laughs> that was really good too. My favorite about, thing about that line is like, it can't possibly be true, right? Like you killed Fred. You did lots of things that were probably slightly better days, but I love how like mm. adamantly and enthusiastically she says it. Like maybe it is. Yeah. It's a fucking day of my life. Next, we have most heartbreaking moments. Um, These are going to be sad ones. In third place, we had Serena's baby being taken away from her in episode seven. In second place, we had Nick at June's hospital bedside in episode 10. It was, yeah. And then the most heartbreaking moment in first place, Nick's I'm nothing to Tuello on the bridge in episode 10, which completely agree. I wanted to take him and give him a big hug. And say mm. you are not nothing. You matter. That was very thank very God good. for Tuello. Yeah. yeah, like Bruce said, didn't Bruce say he wanted Tuello to give Nick a big yeah. hug? Yeah, he should have. He needed yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> heartbreaking. Okay, that was anyway, very heartbreaking. Let's let's warm the hearts up soon. <laughs> Fresh break them now. <laughs> no. <laughs> build them back up. Now we now we build you back up with heartwarming scene um in third place we had serena running up the stairs to see baby noah at the wheeler's house in episode eight then in second place we had uh baby nicole and june in the bathroom in episode one which was i think i voted for that beautiful yeah that's what i voted for she like melts into her arms yeah and then in first place, we have, again, another moment with June and baby Nicole. The moment in episode eight where she was in bed singing the same song to her that she sang to Hannah. So that was so cute. Phoebe and Olivia for the win. They're so cute yeah. babies. Seriously, cutest babies ever. Yes, cutest babies ever. I wish they could come back next year. I don't know. I don't know how timing works out, but. Okay, to my Violet, our wonderful editor for the next few scenes. Okay, so we have best action scene. In third place, Serena shooting Ezra in episode six. And then in second place, we have Jaden getting his leg blown off in episode five. Both very shocking. Mm, both Eva Viva's direction, so good. Oh yeah, yeah, true, that's true. And then for the winner... Best action scene, June getting hit by the truck in episode 10. The arm crunching sound was amazing. The arm crunching sound, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. All very, uh, that could have been a shocking category. I know, I was thinking that I too. I didn't expect uh, June to be hit by a fucking truck, but yeah. Even after <laughs> yeah. she was walking down the middle of the road and she looked back and there was a truck that was about to hit her. Yeah, I was like, how dare they? I know. The way they shot that was really, it was really well done, though. The stunt was well done. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Lizzie's stunt devil. I think her name is Jen Jen Murray. Yeah, Jen Murray. Mm -hmm. Okay, next category. Best lighthearted scene. In third place, we have June running back to see Luke and Moira to tell them about the raid to get Hannah in episode eight. In second place, we have Lawrence (laughs) Lawrence proposing to Naomi in episode nine. (laughs) Which was my vote. Okay. That was my vote. <laughs> Wonderful. I like how, how it can really put it in uh, quoting marks. Quote mark, yeah. In quote yeah. marks. Lawrence yes. quote proposing to Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> and then in first place, which actually second and third were very close, 
first place is Janine and the other handmaid singing It's the Hard Knock Life and then Janine's Code Brown in episode 10. That was so funny when she said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see the handmaids having a a light moment. I miss seeing the handmaids together. Mm -hmm. Me too. We don't know any of them now, right? We just know her. I was thinking that. One of my other favorite, I'm not sure if it was heartwarming or lighthearted scene was when Janine comes back from the hospital and Aunt Lydia fucks off and they all give her a big cuddle. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. I like that. And that was like a classic. Yeah. I mean, it's like aerial shot too that I liked. Yeah. Reminded me of when, of June with the, the feet whipping and then they all brought her the food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Next category, best cliffhanger. In third place, Serena and June's Thelma and Louise moment in episode six. Uh, in second place, Janine being taken in the eyes van in episode 10, which, yeah, Scary. I think about that every few days, like, where she headed (laughs) yeah where where is she going yeah and then a landslide first place winner nick in the gilead jail in episode 10 what's going to happen there fair no it's very dangerous yeah i wonder if janine do you think where nick is is where like where like they were tortured in season four episode three or do we think it's a different place and janine's going you mean the eyes I, yeah. think, I think it's a different place. Compound. It's a different place. It looks like more modern. It, look, it looks kind of fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce said it was Commander Drunk Tank, so I yeah. guess it's not jail. But I don't understand how he can return to normal living after saying that he's aligned with June, the, you know, number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Really add. Okay, my next one is best June line. Ooh. So many good In ones. In third place. Yeah, so many good ones. In third place... America wasn't Gilead until it was when she tells Luke that they need to run now. Love it. In second place, what are you going to do? The same thing you've done for the past seven years, fucking nothing. Mm, burn. Which episode was that in? Uh, eight. Nine or eight? Eight. 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 Yeah, because it was before the jumping up and down. Right. Eight. Right, right. All right. And first place, best June line, because this is not Gilead and I am not you. To Serena after Noah's birth in episode seven. We have lives, and that's why I'm gonna save yours, Serena. Because this isn't Gilead. And I am not you. Interestingly, these were all like so close. So her top, like, I don't know, true. probably her top like seven yeah. lines were all around 12% or 13%. Yeah, they were. They were all That's wild. very close. First place was 13%, second was 12.6, and third was 12.4. That's so crazy. But she yes. had so many good lines. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to choose from. Were all of them really close? The other ones that fell out of the top three? Were they I feel all? like they were. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, I have best Nick line next in third place. You could have fucking killed her. That was mine. Which is episode 10. In second place, I tried, but I can't. Which oh. he says to Rose in episode 10. Oh. About June. So meaningfully. Yeah. And in first place, I'm nothing. She says to Toilo on the bridge. With 30%. She has people who care for her. She doesn't need me. I'm nothing. And I'm guessing the best Tuello line is going to be. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Why? All of Nick's lines are like really depressing. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. But they're also really short. Like if you short, look at short oh. and depressing. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. June's lines um, were like a paragraph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Compared to laughs> lines. 
but they're so good. It's like, he says like two or three words and it's like so good. He's great at that. But it fits both of their characters. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Very on brand for Nick. Yep. Passing the torch to Marigold now. Yes. I get to continue the best lines. Um, I have the best character lines, I think, category to announce. Um, Best Lawrence line. I wish I could read all of them, but I'm just going to read the top three. We don't have four hours. I know, right? <laughs> so many good ones. In third place. Oh, you'd love it. It's elegant yet brutal when he was talking to Serena about seeing a hockey game. I love that. That was well written and delivered. Yeah. Mm. In second place, I've been grooming Nick, not sexually, but he is helping me. <laughs> <laughs> and then number one, probably the best iconic Lawrence line is, do you have an irony deficiency to Serena in jail? Serena, come on. Where's the maternal instinct? Do you want to be with little Noah? I'm not going to live in the same house as my child's kidnappers. Do you have an irony deficiency? I don't give a damn. I'm not a handmaid. Couldn't be a more perfect Lawrence line. And on the topic that they were discussing. Yeah. Yeah. That was brilliant. Can we give honorable mention to an episode 10 where he was calling for Naomi and he went, Mrs. Putnam, Naomi, Naomi. darling, <laughs> darling was just, that, that is what I voted for because the delivery of darling. Yeah. I know, just, right? We also have to give honorable mention to him shouting cake because that's the one I voted for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's so many good ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. And then next we have best Luke line in third place. I love you, June Osborne, when he is saying goodbye to her at the train station. In second place, yeah, I wrote that song a long time ago when he is explaining he wrote Let's Stay Together by Al Green to Jaden. That was funny. I like that. I voted for that one. Yeah, it was. I like that. And then number one, I thought this was really um, well delivered by OT. We're never going to be enough for you, are we? Um, in episode eight to June. You know, I have this feeling that you're going to go and you're never going to come back. But we can go as a family. Yeah, we're not going to take Nicole to Gilead. We're not going to do that. And I'm going to have to go without you. I'm going to have to go. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I know. We're never going to be enough for you, are we? You and Nicole, you will be fine. You'll be okay. And she needs me. Yeah, that was good. His acting in these was great. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of different uh, emotional scenes between the two of them. It was nice when he uh, used June's full name in their bronze winner, June Osborne. I like him giving her more independence yeah all right so moving on to best serena line she also had a lot of good lines um in third place how do you go and live in a house with a woman who's trying to steal your baby so good (laughs) in second place it's like i'm their handmaid it's like i'm you well that was such a serena line like it's so offensive i know (laughs) as she's Uh, trying to get her to help oh yeah and then number one is she did have Nick's support. I'm sure that gave you some small comfort when she spoke to Luke in episode four. 
You know, come to think of it, I do wonder why you never returned to Gilead to save your daughter. I mean, there were risks, of course, which your wife took. And she suffered for them many times. Then again, she did have Nick's support. I'm sure that gave you some small comfort knowing that. Such a burn. Yeah. OT's was... acting in that scene was so good. You could feel Luke's burn, like, when he, yeah. came, when he, yeah. when he crumpled the... The papers and threw him in the bin. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. yeah. Serena knew how to push his buttons, for sure. She's good at that. All right. Um, best Mrs. Wheeler line in third place. I just love that the more you cut back some flowers, the more they bloom. In second place, Timmy, you are just a whore. <laughs> in first place, go to your room, to Serena. Where are you going? I'm going for a walk. Well, no, it's too cold. And Dr. Lander said you need to rest. Perhaps we need to organize a conversation between you and Commander Lawrence. Absolutely not. You need to rest. Your baby needs to rest. That's final. Alanis, go to your room. Uh, unforgettable. Karma. Yeah, the to me, you're just a whore line made me <laughs> laugh because I'm like, Serena's a lot of things, but she's not a whore. <laughs> At least, like, <laughs> no, she's definitely not. Yeah, that was amazing. So the whole scene with the double bitch slap, it was just chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, on to the other wheeler in third place. You gonna shoot me? In second place, I think that's up to little Noah, isn't it? About the time when <laughs> Serena's going to breastfeed. That was fun scene. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. And then number one. Oh, I think I'm buttered up. Uh, Gilead could have used men like you in the early days to avoid all those missteps. Live and learn. Well, it heartens me to see how involved you are. You truly are Gilead's future. Oh, I think I'm buttered up. What's actually on your mind? That was great, too. Yeah. I like how he's like a little bit like Waterbird, but also like smarter than Waterbird. Yeah. I voted for um, You May Speak, because when he said that, it made it seem like he was talking to like a dog or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, love, <laughs> I also love that the way he delivered it. I was like, oh my gosh. He's great. Yes. Okay, on to our Puerto Rican friend, Scarlett, for the next few lines. All right, so I have best moral line, and we have a tie for third place. We have June, you salvaged him when she's talking about Fred in episode one. And no, she's not. She's not fine. Gilead would have killed Fred. She just wanted to do it herself with her own hands. Number two, we have she's gardening in the winter talking to Rita about June. I think that was... Uh, I think it was two. So two? two. And then the first one is she's one quarter Holly and one half you. She's going to be okay when she's talking to Hannah. Talking about Hannah. How am I supposed to keep my baby girl safe from here? How am I supposed to do that? She's one quarter Holly. She's one half you. She's going to be okay. She's not going to be a wife. That is not fucking happening. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I like that line. That line is nice. 
Okay, next we have the best read align. In third place, we have, I think you may underreacting to the situation when she was talking to Luke in episode 10. In second place, I may not have been a handmaid, but I struggle too. I struggle every day, every fucking day. That was a good line. Great line. She has great lines. Yes. Even though few. That's very true. And then the first one, if there's a world where my son isn't dead, I would do anything to see him again. I would travel to the ends of the earth. I'm moving forward with my life here. I would never go back there. Yeah. Right, okay. But I don't have a child there. What if he did? If there were a world where my son isn't dead, I would do anything to see him again. I would travel to the ends of the earth. Wow, that one got a 15%. It is a great line. Yeah. I that was a great scene. scene. Yeah, it was great so moving. Scene between, yeah, it was nice to see a scene between June and Rita. Nice, a nice, nice one. one. Yeah, a nice yeah. one. Right, where she's, yeah, everybody's always discouraging her. So it was nice to hear. Yes. That that scene reminded me of when she's sitting in the steps with Emily in season four as well. Because yeah. I think they're sitting the same steps. Yeah. Right. Okay. And the next category is the best Lily line. Uh, in third place, we have Mayday is everywhere. In the second place, we have June Osborne. I thought you'd be taller. Oh, I like that one. I voted for that one. Poor June. And then in first place, of course, we have women always say that when they've done something extraordinary. When June says she was just lucky with Angel's flight. I'm one of the women you traded for Waterford. Sorry, I didn't do it sooner. I don't know how you managed it. Getting us out. All those kids. I was lucky. Women always say that when they've done something extraordinary. Yeah, yeah definitely. Amazing. <laughs> I would have been disappointed if that one hadn't won. Very, very true. Okay, so next category is best Naomi line. In third place, we have maybe a nice condo in Back Bay or Brookline. <laughs> That's so fun. In second place, we have, is this a marriage proposal? <laughs> and in first place, we have, I'll tell Angela about where she got her beautiful smile from when the beautiful ah. scene with Janine. I'll make sure that Angela grows up to know where she got her beautiful smile. And her sweet nature. You won't be forgotten. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so uh, what did you do? Didn't make it? That was that was my vote. The delivery was that was mine too to Putna. Perfect. Yeah. Her final words, maybe to him. Oh. I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was her very appropriate. She had so many good lines, though. Yeah. Okay. And then we have the best Warren line. In third place, we have, we can't let her run amok. We have to yank her leash. Talking about Serena Jesus, that's horrible. That whole conversation between Lawrence and um, Putnam had some good lines when they're in the office. I know how you like yanking things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't really noticed that till now. That, that was terrible. Um, 
<laughs> in second place, if you never allow yourself to enjoy the spoils of your position, why seek it in the first place? And the in first place, we have, but I have a baby on the way just before he's killed. That's insanity. For what? The rape of unassigned property. She's my handmaid. She belongs to me. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Keep watch on the wicked and the good. But I have a baby on the way. Asshole. Oh, lovely. But he was really good. <laughs> yes. We love you, Stephen. That was a good line. And same as what, isn't that similar to what Fred was saying when he was about yep. to get executed? Yeah. And Anne Winslow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Anne yeah. Winslow, yeah. Final line. Interesting. I think my favorite Warren line is from season one when he tells Fred about how they gave women too much things to do or too much on their plate. I don't know the, the right. line by heart. Oh, yeah. I still get pissed off when I hear it, when yeah. I rewatch. I really like Thoughts and Prayers. Yeah, I was gonna say, Thoughts oh, and yeah. Prayers is my all-time favorite. Yeah, that's so funny. And that it like zooms out on the shot and they're both looking different ways and they're so, like, so awkward. So good. Now we have our token Aussie, Kimberly. Okay, only a few awards left. We're getting to the end. So now we have best Janine line. And in number three, we have, I see you. I see who you really are. I've still got one good eye, remember? Or are you going to take that one too? That was a good line. I love that whole hospital scene. So good. Number two and number one are tied. So in first place, my June, when the Martha tells Janine about June being run over by a truck. Oh, that yeah. was really sad and sweet. Yeah, so sweet. And then the other line, which is first place, is I think that you're one of the worst people I have ever known. I am not your friend. I hate you, Naomi. How can you not know that? I feel so hopeful, don't you? And honestly, it'll just be nice to have a friendly face in the house of Joseph. That's not my name. Pardon? We're not friends. Do you really think that we're friends? I think that you are one of the worst people I have ever known. I am not your friend. I hate you. Naomi, how can you not know that? Um, Boom, indeed. When she just kind of mic dropped and blew her whole life to pieces. <laughs> that was probably one of the more shocking moments for me too. Um, yeah, I definitely. did not see that coming No, at that moment. No, did not. Well, I guess once, you know, the June thing and also baby yeah. Charlotte or Angela wasn't going to be there. So like, yeah. A lot of things. Yeah. The the June line, have we heard her, like, talk about June? I guess she talked to her about Esther. Ever since Lydia was like, she left you here and tried to, like, turn her against her. Mm. Do we hear, maybe she talked to Esther about June a I little? think only with Esther, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, mm. it's nice to know she still feels that affection. Yes. All right. Now we have best Aunt Lydia line. And I'm just going to put an honorable mention here because one we forgot to add to the list was 
home now for warm milk. Yeah, so good. <laughs> when um, uh, Putnam's hanging on the wall. We're, we're sorry. Yes, we're, we're sorry for admitting that. But whoever, I think it was someone on Twitter who mentioned that to us. I'm sorry. Um, so in third place, we have One Day Commander, There Will Be Justice. <laughs> Which is talking to Lawrence. Lawrence and Atlee had some great scenes this season. They did. In number two, we have I do believe he would prefer a more appropriate hymn after Janine. She catches Janine in the handmaid singing It's a Hard Knock Life. Yeah. She was so cute in that scene. She was so like nice and happy. And she was. And it looked like she was wearing makeup even. Like her hair was done up nicely. She Uh looked like all done up. And in first place, we have, please do not punish her to teach me a lesson. I will turn things around. And that's when Janine, I guess she's in a coma or deeply medicated, sedated by her hospital bed. I think she's in a coma because I think she's in a bath. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I was trying to keep my, my, my girl safe. Surely you understand that. Please do not punish her. Please do not punish her to teach me a lesson. I, 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 I will turn things around. I can turn things around. I will. I, I, I will do things differently. I will do things differently. I promise you. I promise you. That was an incredible scene yes. from and down. Crazy good. It was. Imagine having to act like it's just crazy to me how you can be so good when you're just acting and there's no one else there. Like you don't have no <laughs> one to like play off, no one else saying any lines. I it's don't weird. know how they do it. Me neither. All right. And now we have our MVP Tuello, best Tuello line. In third place, we have Don't Let the Bastards Grind You Down. That was from episode one. Yes, sir. Yeah, I really enjoyed that, actually. thought that was very good. This is also from the same scene in second place. I just came to say, well done. You did something terrible, but it needed to be done. I understand what that costs. May he rot in hell. I absolutely love that line. Amen. Again, surprising coming from him at first, right? Because yeah, it was surprising. I don't think we were expecting that. And also, like, there aren't a lot of people this season that are that praise her for what she did, right? I feel like it's mm-hmm. more like shame for what she did. I think he's the only one, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Lily, him and Lily. Oh, yeah. yeah, which yeah, is crazy because I feel like by far the majority of the audience, you know, thinks that it was amazing what she did in the end of season four. Yes. So it's nice to hear Tuella say it at least. Yes. And unsurprisingly in first place, we have No You're Not, Not To Her. I'm not that. No, you're not, Commander. Not to her. Oh, Grace. That whole scene was a tearjerker. And that was with 50.9% of the vote, so that was pretty clear winner. It would be nice to hear June bring his self-esteem up, but I'm happy for Tuella at this point doing it. I like them as... New friends, I guess. Friends, yeah. Friends, yeah. yeah. Co-workers. Yeah, co-workers. <laughs> and now we have the best Esther line. In third place, we have, you know, I really didn't like you when we first met. 
and I was right the first time. Dun dun dun. That was another <laughs> shocking line. That's that was me. a shocking line. Yeah. Twist like click of a finger. It was just like well played, McKenna. Definitely. And now in second place, we have Blessed Be the Stupid Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Said like such. I, I love. I love McKenna in this role. Yeah. Esther. Amazing. And her never dying like rebellion attitude. I love her. Yes. And now my favorite line and possibly one of my favorite scenes from the whole season. No, you're not. They all do it. You know they do. You're not sorry. Talking to Aunt Lydia in the hospital bed. I didn't do anything. He raped me. That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm what? I. They all do it. You know they do. You're not sorry. Ah, that was incredible. In handcuffs, I, I yes. just like that whole scene. I will never understand how she did that. Then the aerial of her screaming, like, how did yes. she? I wonder how her throat felt after that. Yeah, probably would have. She would have wow. uh, maybe not been able to talk the next day. <laughs> I read in an interview about that scene. I asked her if she wanted to like take the shackles off, and she said no. And I think she ended up with like bruises and stuff all over her wrist. You saw how she was fighting them. That's crazy. Yeah. Devotion to her craft. And for our last question, we threw a bit of a spanner in the works just to end <laughs> our awards off with a bang. And the question was, what is your favorite season of The Handmaid's Tale to date? I was surprised. I was surprised by these, I think, a little. In third place, we have season four. That, that was my vote. It was that was your vote for first place. Yeah, I love season four. I started a podcast because of season four. We started a podcast because of season four. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I think I voted for season four too, just because like I feel like that's why I know all of you. Yeah, so like, yeah. it's a little bit like more going on than just what happened in the season. Probably in my vote, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's cute. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and in second place, we have season two. A fantastic season. I voted season two as as my favorite because I feel like there's a lot of good moments. Um, just a lot of like good character development, but also yeah, I mean yeah. a lot of good June and Nick moments. Um, um I love them like, putting Cushing uh away. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That yeah. was Cushing. a great one. Yeah. When we thought Serena might be taking a turn for the better the in the earlier mm-hmm. parts of season two, and then it yeah. sucked it up at the end of season two. She just two. can't do it. Because no, she can yeah. be decent. No, and the Hannah yeah. scene. And there's so uh, much. Season two is jam-packed. And honestly, I miss, like, as fucked up as it sounds, I, I kind of miss the Waterford house. I miss everyone. Yeah, I think I, I miss it a lot. Claustrophobia of that. Yeah. 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 Not the rapes, but all the other dynamics I really enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. We also got introduced to Sydney Sweeney, who has gone on to yeah. do mm-hmm. many yeah. good things yeah. since season two. Yeah. yeah. And we all hated even that first, but then when I watched it again, I felt sorry for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And now I don't think this is going to be much of a shocker. In 
first place we have season one where it all began no the nostalgia yep the nostalgia what i miss what i definitely miss from season one is the whole claustrophobia and really the the feeling when you're the audience and the viewer that any little gesture any little movement any little fast yeah. uh, a wrong step you take is gonna you know end you yeah. and yeah. this feeling is not there since probably middle of season three it's kind of yeah. not there anymore so i missed that that's a good yeah. point always like nervous yeah. and on yeah. edge and yeah claustrophobic is a good way to to say it yeah I, I i never could watch more than two episodes at once i could binge season yeah. one i had to take pauses really same one yeah. and two yeah actually yeah. but yeah especially one. Oh, and i miss yeah. the women too all the handmaids yeah you know, that oh, yeah definitely more... yeah, i miss the handmaids yeah and now we don't know them and we don't really have time to learn no. the new ones so so that will always be a season one and two thing i guess yeah, well, yeah. the beginning of four yeah and just because season one as well we learned like what the fuck's going on there you know what i mean like it was just crazy like it was mm-hmm. shocking and like what the fuck is going on here constantly shocking yeah yeah Oh, I love Emily in season one. Me too. I know. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, so good. I missed her in season five. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's a wrap on our awards episode. Thank you guys for listening and for voting. We really appreciate everybody. And come back. I think our next interview that comes out will be with Alistair Muir, possibly next week, possibly the following Wednesday. I'm not sure that we quite worked that out with the holidays, but we are super excited because it was really fun and you're going to love it and you're going to love him because he's awesome. Have a wonderful holiday season, everybody. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 That was pretty good. Bye, honestly. Did someone just fart? It sounded like a, somebody blowing their nose. No, but my, was, yeah, my husband's blowing his nose in the other room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everybody in America's sick. Yeah, I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> People thought you were farting. <laughs> Are we keeping that in? I think we should keep that in. I, sure, I sure, thought sure. Uh, Kimberly was like, it was Charlie, but let's, you know, put the attention <laughs> on someone else. Damn, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, oh, my front and center. Oh, Charlie. I think the guy next to me is also podcasting because he has his headphones and he's in his car. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Cross podcast. Bring him over. Yeah, for the for the man episode. (laughs) Sir, do you watch The Handmaid's Tale? (laughs) Knock on the knock on the (laughs) hi.